Word Radio On Demand, 96.1 FM and 900 AM WURD. Streaming live at wordradio.com. It's time. It's time to have real, honest, open, difficult, and inspiring conversations. It's time for Love and Life on WURD, Progressive Black Talk Media. It's time for our sports update. For those of you who are unfamiliar, we have the privilege of having our beloved Chris Murray, who is a radio show host journalist, and college professor. With more than 30 years of experience as a print and broadcast journalist, he's our very own sports guru and oracle. So family, without further ado, I welcome you to the conversation with Chris Murray. Well, hey there, good sir. How are you? Good evening. Are you are, are you a little happier now that you got a little, little, little pep in your step <laughs> that the Eagles want this week? <laughs> you know what I am actually it, it's so funny because I had to look it up family y'all know usually I, I stay on top of it and and I was sharing with our family members that life was lifing at full speed over the past week so I saw nothing I saw no tv no sports no nothing I had to actually look it up to see what was going on in our wonderful world of sports and yes it did put a smile on my face so I'm so happy that our birds took flight. Yeah, they 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 won, and um, I, I, although I will say that um, they did try to lose the game, they did try to lose the game a little bit in the second half. They no, started, they jumped out to a twenty to three lead, and uh, you know I thought Jalen hurt the offense. They ran the football. They ran the football to the point to where you know. When they were having their struggles early in the second half, the fans were chanting, run the ball, run the ball. (laughs) No, but there's still a sense. I was in the locker room last night, and there's still this sense that this team still, you know, they they talked about playing their best game. Early in the season, A.J. Brown was telling everybody, well, we haven't really played our best game this season, and we Mm -hmm. hope we play our best game late in the season. And while it's good to beat the Giants, the Eagles just didn't look. If they played any other team last night, I don't know if they walk out of there with the victory. But when they started off well, then in the second half, on the second half kickoff, Boston Scott gets hit by his own man. Um, you know, gets hit by his own man on the opening kickoff, fumbles the ball. Gives the Giants an easy, you know, they, they, the, the Giants were covered in Eagles in, at the, about the 13 yard line. And it, it took a couple of plays for them to score. So it was 20 to 14. And then, and then Jalen Hurts throws the pick, you know, throws the 20 to 10. Uh-huh. And then Jalen Hurts throws the pick six only because, only because Dallas Gardner fell down. He fell down. And, and gave and gave a, a jury a, a jury Jackson an easy easy pick six and um you know it, it it was just one of those things the fans got a little restless but then you know just when it looked like the Giants were going to come back with twenty to eighteen at this point then on third and about twenty you know Jalen hurt you know hits Goddard for you know a big a, a big first down. 
Eagles move the ball, run the ball, and then they basically moved into, you know, the field goal range. Not field goal, but they, they definitely scored a touchdown. And they kicked another field goal just to put it out of, out of reach and whatnot. But the thing is, you know, the, the, the one question I kept asking was, how close is this team uh-huh. to playing their best football? You know, um, Jalen Hurts told me after the game, hey, you know, we're heading in the right direction. And I basically, and I followed up by saying, okay, you're going in the right direction. You think you're going in the right direction, but, you know, at what point do do you, are are you guys going to kind of come together Mm -hmm. and play that game? And he said, well, we're getting there. Well, we got two games left in the regular season. You got two games left. And, you know, you got to put something together. You still make some mistakes. You should win. These last two games, because you got to play Arizona and you got to play uh, the Giants again. You can beat the Giants again. I mean, yeah. that, that, that should not be that hard. But but well, basically, you know, and he's, and we talked to Devontae Smith last night, and he also said that this team is not where it should be. You know, uh-huh. they had to have a lot of tough conversations with each other. And to be honest about it, they're going to have to. They're going to have to continue. They're going to have to keep. They got to grind it out. They got to win. And they're not yeah. a play because they've won a lot. They've won 11 games. And and matter, but the good news is that the 49ers lost last night. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't see that one coming. You know, and I'm a Ravens fan. I didn't see that. I didn't see them. They went and dominated yeah. the 49ers. I did. I swear. And you heard me say it last week. I didn't see that coming, but that's the Ravens. They they do that. But going back to the Eagles, that that's more this is more important. You know, what I see with this team is that they they've got to they've got to get on the street. They've got to play better. They've got to yes. start it off from from the moment you start the game and you gotta finish it out. You gotta play really well from the time you get there. They're not, I mean, this is the NFL. They are you are gonna have tough passes. But you gotta maintain control. And in that game against the Giants, they they let them back in the game by making mistakes. And you can't do that. And when you got a, a team like the Giants, a, a, a terrible team like the Giants on the road, you gotta finish them and you gotta knock them. I mean, you gotta make sure that by the third quarter you're playing something. Okay, two things you said that I want to address. Now, we we all we're all in agreement that the the Giants haven't been playing their best. There's a terrible team. We the Eagles should have been able to blow them out. The the score should not have been anywhere near what it was. So that that is 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 challenging for me to accept. But the second thing is the comments you said Jalen made that the team is getting there, getting there. The, what we. We don't have that many more games for you to get there. Like, wait, what is what is happening? And, and and what is it going to take? What is he proposing it will take to get there? Because that's frightening. Yeah. Well, they got to play to a standard. They haven't played to a standard, what he said, and they're still winning. Well, you know, when you get to the playoffs, now, granted, around the NFL, it has been shown that this is a week-to-week league. Everybody... Mm-hmm. Who, Four hours ago, as I was as I was leaving, as I was you know leaving the stadium and you know going you know going home, twenty four hours ago, everybody was counting the 49ers before the 49ers got you know got beat over the head. 
And so every time you think that there's a dominant team in the league, that dominant team has a bad day, a bad week, and all that. That is what's happening. And the Eagles have not really played well. Even in the games that they won, that Jalen, Jalen had to rescue this team. Jalen rescued them again yesterday. If we're yeah. honest, rescued them again. For all the people who said, because he leaves the league in turnovers, but you know, in all the games that they've won, all 11 games, Jalen had to rescue them. See, that's so, that scares me. There's so much pressure on this poor man. I say yeah. it all the time, Chris. I say it all the time. There's so much pressure on him. Um, but I mean, we do know that's what he signed up for, but still, it's just a lot of pressure. I want to take a moment to acknowledge our family members before we, we, we dig deeper into this conversation. Ms. Rosalind, hi, our beloved. She's sharing some love with us and uh, she's sharing us flowers while we can still smell them. And we so appreciate it. We're sending them to you as well. Cheryl Brown. Hi there, beautiful. She shares happy Kwanzaa. Habari Ghani. Yes, the same to you. And Cheryl Hicks Lucas, she's saying, hey there, good evening, fam. Sending love back to you. Demetric Hillman shares great interview with Anissa and continue to inspire. I will make sure she gets that message because she needs to know that. Thaddeus Juan Cradle is joining us as well and is sending happy holidays to the entire family. And we send it right back to you. Thank you so much. And Malcolm, Malcolm shares he's feeling a little better about this win, but not great. He, too, believes that they were supposed to blow out the Giants. I said the same thing. You heard me say it. And Joey Dixon is sending peace to everybody. Malcolm shares there was a problem with the coaching. That's what he believes the issue to be. Shirley Bryant. Hi there, beloved. She's sending love from Florida and Darren Tom's. Hi there, Smitty. He says, good evening, everyone. And happy birthday to you, Smitty, because today is also Smitty's birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Um, Eric is joining us in this conversation and he shares, Chris, welcome back. Were you satisfied with the final 33 to 25 score uh, over the Giants? Do you, did you think it was going to be higher? Well, I mean, 33 points is a lot of points, but it was the points they gave up. Like, like what happened was this, that, that, that DeVito kid got replaced by Tyrod Taylor, who's a veteran quarterback. And at one point, um, they threw a touchdown pass. The, 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 the Giants threw a touchdown pass to, uh, Darius Slayton, not, not Darius Slayton, Darius Slayton for like about seven, I think about maybe 60 or 70 yards. And, and he just, he, he just reared up and threw it one on one. Against the Eagles cornerback, and that's that's problematic because mm-hmm. you can't let you can't let a team you just can't let a guy who's a career another career backup quarterback just rare back just like what Drew Locke did last week and just you know throw a touchdown pass on you like that. And luckily, the offense you know did enough to close the game out and everything. And but but it's just. It's just to a point that defense is still bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they got. I mean, like I said, they they have some issues. They have to work out with the defense. I mean, Shaquille Shaq Leonard had a pretty good game in linebacker position, but their real issue is um, is basically the defensive. I mean, basically um, Darius Slayton, you know, just burned Reed Blankenship on that play. 
And your safeties, I mean, you know, your safeties got to cover people. Your cornerback has to cover people. And when they if they play better teams in the playoffs, now I've seen things happen. Mm-hmm. Just to give some optimism because I got I got to look at everything. I can look at the negative. I can look at the positive. Right. The, positive, the, the positive aspect of this is that I don't know. They might get it together in the playoffs. I've seen it happen. Teams stumble into the playoffs, and then all of a sudden they they're unbeatable. So anything can happen. And certainly in this situation, and I think at the end of the day, I mean, you know, they could get that home field advantage. You never know. Like I said, the 49ers lost yesterday. And, I mean, they'll beat the Commanders next week, but then they got to play the Rams at the end of the season. But that, and if, and if home field hasn't been sewn up, you know, that last week of the season will will basically decide. I mean, right now, the if the season ended today, the Niners would have home field. Mm-hmm. It was, but if the Eagles can win out, and if the Niners lose to, to the Rams, say, late in the season, losing the last game of the season, and that's a divisional rivalry game, and then, too, we don't know the condition of Brock Purdy, because, like I said, the Ravens stumped him up yesterday. I mean, they, I mean, he had to leave the game late. He had, so he had some sort of stinger. He might be back there, but you know, I, I think basically in that game last night, the Ravens hurt that boy's feeling. They beat him up pretty badly, huh? Yeah, I mean, he got through four interceptions in the game. And so, wow. and so from that standpoint, there's reason for optimism, but the Eagles have to get, I mean, like I said again, if you're not playing your best game, but then again, I saw the Chiefs that yesterday too. Uh-huh. The Chiefs, uh-huh. you know, they said, now they got eliminated from having home field advantage. And, and Patrick Mahomes has never won a playoff game on the road. So this is why I say, this is also what I'm saying is, this is a week week lead. If the Eagles can somehow catch lightning in a bottle again, if they can somehow figure out, you know, what's going on with them, and I still say it's the defense. But the offense, like I said, when they ran the ball with DeAndre Swift, hey, DeAndre Swift had a great game. And when the ball with him, everything worked itself out. But the problem is, the problem is, is that they got to be consistent in that running game. And they can't be greedy. They'll, they'll find the big plays, the big plays. But they got to come in, man. They they have to come in. And they just got, they got to be focused from the start. They got to get everybody involved. You know, Jalen Hurts just can't just try to get the ball to A.J. Brown. Everybody's got in the game and you know well, especially since that's what we're expecting him to do no he can't <laughs> uh, Malcolm shares the Chiefs got spanked yes and he also shares yes Swift went right up the gut <laughs> I love that so family I did share with you that Nick is on vacation this weekend Jordan is joining us Jordan hey there hey there hey, what's Jordan going is going joining on? us this week so I'm inviting Jordan to the conversation because you know that's what we do and family guess what for those of you who are unaware, who have forgotten, you too are invited to join the conversation. You can do that by posting a comment on our socials, or you can even give us a call. And you can do that by dialing 215-634-8065. Or you can even call us toll free. And you can do that by dialing one 866 
you know, I do <laughs> want to share that, uh, uh, our family members, I love that that you are commenting. You are commenting. Um, Cheryl, Cheryl shares the Eagles have always had a tendency to get a little lackluster, especially when they get ahead early. Mm-hmm. The Eagles' offensive and defensive coordinators need to be changed, but still can do better. She believes at this point the players are hurt and they are tired because it's later in the season. Our schedule was difficult in the beginning, too. She says she shares she will always stay hopeful for the Eagles. And um, Ms. Rosalind shares, good evening, Mr. Chris, happy holiday. For some reason, she hasn't watched the last three games, but she too believes that within her heart and prayers and hard work from the Eagles that we're going to go to the Super Bowl. Well, I, I hard work, prayer, prayer is always the key. Prayer is always, <laughs> I, I am always a believer in prayer with hard work. I always believe in prayer. And we need it. We definitely need it. And, uh, you know, from that perspective, I do think that the Eagles are going to have, they've got to find themselves. And, um, and the way I see it, see, here's the thing, though. When I think about their 11-4 record, I mean, they had a tough gauntlet of games. Mm-hmm. They, had to play, they had to play some of the, um, they had to play some of the toughest teams both in the AFC and in the NFC. Yep. And when you look at the overall record, to say that they're 11 and 4 at this point, this is what, like I said, I know that's not the, the normal trend in Philadelphia, you know, <laughs> to, to kind of see things, but to go through that schedule and to have some tough times after having them screening their way to the schedule last year and to have, and, and to win as many games as, as, as they've won, um, this team, you, this team, you can't be too pessimistic because they're figuring out ways to win. Great teams are always great, but they're great when they have to be. And so that's how I look at it. I look at it, yes, there's some things they got to clean up. Mm-hmm. And they fix the week. What, we ask the question, what do you have to clean up? I mean, is it just timing? Is it just document? Tell me. Is it, just, it comes down to raw execution. And I think you got to start with that running game. You got to get those offensive linemen used to beating up people again. And I think if they do that, they do that, keep setting that tone and, and, and find, you know, let, let those plays come. Let those tough plays come. Let those big plays come. They'll come. I have one question for you. How much of um, the fault do you believe lies in coaching? A lot. I think, okay. that, I think that coaching, I think that. Brian Johnson and Nick Sirianni have to get it out of their heads that you, just, you don't need some plays every time. Sometimes you just got to stick to the fundamentals. Those plays are come. You start beating on those defensive linemen, okay? And, and you know, and, and my brief, my brief experience playing football in, you know, junior high school and all that, I remember a game that I was a part of where the other team's defense was leaned on us. And mm. it's the psyche of the defense. It slows down that pass rush. So that when you do do the over and do when you face to the running back, give them the play action back, you can find guys downfield. I just think that they have to establish that run, but also be able to just to get those plays, stay away from turnovers, stay away from throwing interceptions, Jalen Hurts legal NFL in, in, in turnovers. And so he has to you know, he has to basically, you know, protect the football, 
Let's see y'all come up with a coherent game plan, a consistent game plan. Not every play is going to be, you know, we're going to launch it downfield. Mm-hmm. You know, and people know it. And Jordan, Jordan, I want you to have my back on this. Jordan, when that happened, didn't that offense watch moving? And yep. When you saw me. Mm-hmm. Yep, mm-hmm. big time. Yeah. And so they just have to just basically get some fundamentals in there. They got a good quarterback. I don't care what anybody in the city says. Yes, he's having a tough year. But you know mm-hmm. what? All those 11 wins, Jalen, you know, bailed them out. I don't yeah. care. What he, he works he hard. He, he, he won those games yeah. more than defense did. I agree with that. Well, Chris, I want to interject for just one moment. I'm so sorry. Family, look at me. You know, I get carried away with the conversation. You know, I do every single time. But it's time for us to take just a short commercial break. But know that the phone lines are open and feel free to continue to comment on our socials when we come back. Come on now. We want to continue this conversation with me. You, Chris, and Jordan. So stay with us because we are coming right back. You're listening to Love and Life with Carol Riddick on WURD, Progressive Black Talk Media. Well, hey there, family. Welcome back. You are tuned in to Love and Life with yours truly, Carol Riddick, right here on WURD. It is Tuesday. It is in the second hour of our show. So you know what that means. That means we are talking with the one and only Chris Murray, our sports oracle, our guru, if you will. And we're talking all things sports. So in this particular moment, the conversation is continuing about what's taking place these days in the NFL. Um, Jordan was about to come in, I believe, before we went to commercial break. Were you not, Jordan? Uh, yeah, but you know what? Um, you know what, Chris? I got to say this for your Ravens. Thank you for humbling the 49ers yesterday. <laughs> Thank you for humbling them, like uh, blowing them out at home <laughs> for what they did to us back at home and also – I mean, well, actually, I don't even care about the Cowboys. They did the same thing to the Cowboys, too. But, you know, I got to give you guys a hand clap on that one for yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, sir. Yes, sir. (laughs) But, um, but yeah. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. I did. I'm I'm a fan. I didn't think that. I I was just like, well, 49ers are going to, because, you know, as a fan, I love Baltimore. Mm-hmm. And you know, going back to when I was a kid, Baltimore for football but has always had this sort of weird bad luck. Although the Ravens did the Super Bowl, but mm-hmm. I, you know, that game that was a big national game, and Lamar balled out, and, that, and I was happy for that. But you know, Forty Nine <laughs> have been talking all this back. Yes, they, they have. were talking about Black <laughs> Kirby was going to be the MVP. No, he's not. No, I <laughs> on that team, I give it to our Christian McCaffrey. Mm-hmm. McCaffrey is a great player. But they keep trying to, you know, house this guy up. And I'm not saying he's a bad quarterback. I know. But, yeah, you he's, know, he's good. But, um, yeah, but the thing is, like, the 49ers, like, the Kyle Shanahan offense, it's like a whole system offense, which makes, like, just about any QB look pretty good. Like, put Jalen Hurts there. He'll look fantastic with them. Even Lamar Jackson, like, 49 should be unbeatable. So you have Lamar Jackson right behind that line and have that weapons that they got. Debo, George yeah. Kittle, um, Brandon Ayuk. He'd be yeah. unstoppable. So, 
<laughs> Wait, I, I want to interject for a moment. Yeah. Our family members are also talking. <laughs> um, Malcolm shares, yes, yes, yes. Thanks to the Ravens, LL, LOL. <laughs> and he also shares, yeah, all of that tough talk, <laughs> LOL. Mm-hmm. Especially from Debo. Debo's been doing most of the talking in the offseason. After, <laughs> after getting spanked by us in the NFC Championship game. And see, like I said again, you know, things change in the postseason. I'm telling you, things change. And so the way you have to look at it, if you look around the league, everybody's had their comeuppance. Everybody. The Mm -hmm. Ravens have. The the, the Chiefs definitely have. Mm -hmm. And and basically, you know, the the, the team that everybody should be afraid of is the Cleveland Browns. But, you know, every team, the Jacksonville Jaguars, uh, the Eagles, the Cowboys, uh, the Lions, everybody, everybody, this is the one year where everybody has experienced a butt whipping of some sort, of some magnitude. Everybody is capable of getting their butt whipped, their butt whooped in the game. So <laughs> anything can happen. The Eagles might find, like I said, they might find their mojo mm-hmm. in the playoffs. You know, that. I mean, the you way it's gone, I mean, anything can happen. It's toss the coin. You know, it's just basically toss the coin to see what's going to happen. Well, Smitty shares that he believes the, the Eagles, they're just not hungry enough. That's what he shares. He said they're not hungry enough. I mean, uh, I can't say he could probably, I mean, he can, he could say that, but me personally, I think it's just the coaching, like the way how they just set them up and stuff. Like they don't really set them up for success. Like, I mean, the whole all the turnovers that Jalen Hurts has, I feel like yeah, it's due yeah. to the play call because, like, you know, all, like the defense, like the defense and everything, like the NFL, they already know what their playbook is, like the bubble screens, the hook, like hooks, mm-hmm. like coming, like coming back for the ball and everything. That's like most of their plays, like whenever they run, whenever they um running and stuff. So, so yeah, it's like you got to mix it up, you got to run it. Um, don't be afraid to take the shots downfield. And um, yeah, I haven't seen many slants either being ran too. Yeah, I they agree with you, Jordan. On pass options, mm-hmm. they got away from that. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, like you're gonna fake it, and you can either run the ball with the quarterback or the running back, mm-hmm. or pop the ball down a couple of yards downfield. They gotta do more of that. I think they do more of that. They win. They oh, yeah. win, but they got consistent. Yep, that's it. <laughs> Well, Malcolm shares, this has been a crazy season all the way around. And he shares real talk, Chris. Everybody has been spanked. There's so yep. much truth to that. So much truth to that. And Ms. Rosalind shares that she agrees the coaching has just been bad. It's just, just been bad. One thing I do want to share, though, family, I see a message from Lucy Little. And she's uh, asking us to all be careful. I'm interjecting because I don't want to forget to say this to you. She shares, listeners, please be safe in Philly. This is a very important message. These criminals are wearing ski masks, jumping out of cars, beating people with hammers. This is in West Oak Lane, uptown. Please be aware. Another hammer attack just happened Two blocks up on Cheltenham Avenue. It was said the criminals jumped out of a white car. Unbelievable. So I wanted to share that with you all. In the event any of our family members are out and about, um, just just be careful. Please, yeah. please, family, just be careful. Be on alert. And uh, just be careful. Just be careful. Um, I do also want to share that Cheryl 
share Cheryl Lucas shares they had to cha- they have to change it up. They just definitely have to change it up. Getting back to the conversation that we had begun about our beloved Eagles, they do, they just have to change it up. And uh, Miss Rosalind shares he was getting beat so bad, and Aston Young that this kept the sound. She kept the sound down. She said she had the sound down on her television. It was disgusting <laughs> the way they were playing the Forty ers at the end of the team. But she said the Eagles are still going to the Super Bowl. Okay, she said it doesn't matter. The Eagles are still going to the Super Bowl. Well, I don't mind. I don't mind the the the. the I love the optimism. I definitely love. <laughs> yep. that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jordan, you say yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the thing about it, though, they can still go. I mean, I've seen these things a thousand times, and I'm about ten thousand years old. And <laughs> I've been around. I've been around teams lift into the playoffs. Remember. Yeah. No one thought the Cleveland Patriots were going to win the Super Bowl when Tom Brady first got there. No one. Yeah, no in, one. including me. <laughs> I, no one thought. So anything can happen. That's why all this, you know, all this sort of, you know, you can be pessimistic and you can break down what they don't have and what they and, and where they've been weak, and you'd be absolutely right. But I, I think I, I've been around this block long enough to know, long enough to know, yeah. you know. They weren't looking all that good. Sometimes they get a player back or something, or they or, or, or they rearrange the furniture a little bit. Mm-hmm, they they're on a win streak. They're the best thing. <laughs> no one thought that Nick Foles when he took over for Carson Wentz in twenty seventeen. No one thought. Nobody saw that mm-hmm. coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you are so right about that. Yep. Nobody I- saw that coming. I didn't see it coming. Heck, I went to Minnesota. George remembers I, I was there. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I was in Minnesota. I couldn't even. I didn't take my. I, I, I took my glove off to get to call an Uber. It was, it was like I felt like my fingers were going to freeze up. I, I bet you did. Yeah. I mean, but Lord, who won that Super Bowl? And the Eagles I remember won. that. And, right. and like I said, you know, Brandon Graham is the greatest left hand since Joe Frazier knocked Ali down the 15th round at Madison Square Garden. You know, I mean, that, like I said again, you can say all these things about, we can we can probe all the statistics, take all, take all late season surges, and we might come out right. But the beauty of this game is that it's a week-to-week league, anything can happen, mm-hmm. and uh, I think, but the Eve, but all that said, Eagles better get together. The, the, listen, Dude, I mean that ASAP. at its court. I'm you talking hear about me? at the when we play the Cardinals, it has to be done by then, not against and, the Giants. I mean, long before right then. then. Talking about talking about getting, we're getting there. No, Jalen, no, mm-hmm. no, no, no. I want. I'm looking at the time, Chris, and you know, I, the hours go by so quickly. Heavens to Mercatroy. Troy. I want to pivot really quickly before we go to commercial break. Because I I, re- I saw some things. What's going on in the wonderful world of basketball? I saw something with Steve Kerr. What happened with Steve Kerr? Oh, well, Steve Kerr basically said that defense is being legislated out of the game. And that basically with all the Euro stepping and all, you know, if you play any kind of defense, the refs aren't going to call it. And they, I mean, the refs are going to call a foul. And that they're trying to emphasize defense to me. Or offense too much, and mm. 
I do I think he's somewhat right about that? Yeah, I I, I do because it, it's all it's, to me it's vague on what a foul is. Okay, mm-hmm. you know, I, I come you know come you know, come down the lane. It depends if Giannis if Giannis to LeBron James is coming down the lane and they happen to knock you down and everything. Then that you may not get the call because it's Giannis or LeBron, LeBron. James. Yep. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, it, it mean, it might be to the point where Joel Embiid or 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 um, Dame Lillard, whoever is the superstars, are going to get are going to get the call. And you know, they have legislated to a certain extent defense side of the game because you get too physical, they're going to call foul. And you know, I I like to see a balance. I don't like to see all offense or all defense like it was in the '90s, but <laughs> I want to see. A ba- I want to see a fair balance. You know, I'm not a fan of that of Eurostep. I'm a little old school. I, I think Eurostep is basically glorified traveling and all that. And I just think that, you know, again, you know, the NBA is a little bit loose because they want more points. They want to see a John Morant or LeBron or Dane or uh, Jason Tatum. When any of those guys, they want, you know, they want to keep the ratings. They want to keep the points going. And I have a problem with that on one hand. But at the same time, you know, it's like the calls in the NBA are arbitrary now. You know, uh-huh. this is, I mean, doing am I, am, am I right? Am I right about this? You, 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 mm-hmm. you, you're, you're, you're a Sixers season ticket holder, right? Mm-hmm. You, you, you watch this and it's arbitrary. And I'm like, what are y'all gonna do? Is it, is it, does it always have to be, you know, is it, is it this way or that way? And I understand, you know, um, you know, incurred frustration behind that. Yeah. You know, you play defense, all of a sudden, if you breathe on a guy now, it's a foul. Mm, I mean, unfortunately, <laughs> you breathe on certain guys, it's a foul every time. And whatnot. I mean, and it, and it goes back. It's not the first time. I mean, Jordan got away, and everybody. I mean, Michael Jordan's one of the greatest players of all time. But there, but there are times when you know when when basically you know Jordan got away with a lot of stuff, and you know he got away with certain things at certain players. But it's still that superstar kind of thing where they just want to see those guys perform and. Mm-hmm. Yep. No, and, I, I yep, and not only perform, but like they all, they want to see him get like the most points on the team and everything. So yeah. I mean, the rest are just going to do everything to make sure. Well, I mean, theoretically, I guess, like try to make sure that they get like all the foul calls so that they can get all the points to get to the free throw line and stuff. I think you're right. I think you are right about it. You know what, Ms. Roslyn, she comments and says it's all about money in all sports. Mm-hmm. And I believe there's a lot of truth to that. I, I definitely believe there's a lot of truth to that. It's, it's but I, w- I was curious to know when I saw, because I didn't, I'm asking you because I wasn't really sure what he said or what took place, but I thought something um, happened. And, and, and I realized, and I know from watching sports all these years, because I'm as old as dirt too, Chris, <laughs> but um, why now? Like what happened? Why now? Why now? What I want to do though, I'm going to leave that thought with you as we go into commercial break. Family, stay with us because we're coming back, but I'm curious to know your thoughts about this too, since this isn't new. This isn't new. This has been happening. So I'm curious to know. Stay with us though. We're coming right back. You're listening to Love and Life on WURD, Progressive Black Talk Media. I think I know what love is. 
Well, hello there, family. Welcome back. You are tuned in to Love and Life with yours truly, Carol Riddick, right here on WURD. We are joined with none other than our sports oracle and guru, Chris Murray. So here we are talking, we are talking uh, about sports, all things sports. And I had started the conversation about basketball because I saw a comment. I saw, well, I saw something about Steve Kerr and I wasn't really sure what happened or if something had taken place. Cheryl commented just before the commercial break that she believes that all sports betting is affecting the game's hugely i i mm-hmm. yeah i believe that too i yep. believe that too yeah. <laughs> i believe that too <laughs> i'm gonna say this though in a few years we're gonna have maybe an epidemic of people who are who are addicted to sports gambling. if it's if it's not happening already it's not happening mm-hmm. already. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. I, yeah, I believe that. I definitely believe that. So th- this conversation that I started about Steve Carr, did something like happen because like, you know, you were sharing, this isn't new. This has been going on for a long, or did he just say, look, I've had my fill. Enough is enough. Well, he was reacting to the fact that, um, Jokic, that, uh, Jokic was walking, was going to, went to the free throw line about 18 times in the first half. And he kind of felt like, well, you know, that was a bit too much. He said that, look, I'm not, I'm not going after the officials, you know, the officials themselves. But hey, this is his quote. He said, all across the league, we have really good officials. I have a problem with the way they're legislating defense out of the game. That's, that's what we're doing at the NBA. We're teaching officials. We're just mm-hmm. enabling players to BS their way to the foul line. That told that the players are doing anything. You slightly agree on somebody. They get to go to the foul line. And I've kind of seen that a little bit. I mean, and I, and I love Joel and B, but I've seen, I've seen a lot of superstars can get away with that. You know, mm-hmm. they can get away with, like, Nicole, like I said, Nicole Jokic had, like, 18 free throws in the first half of the game against between the Golden State Warriors and the Denver Nuggets. And, you know, they lost the game by six points. And he just said, he was just saying that, you know, fans don't like it because, you know, the players are like baiting the refs to call mm-hmm. out just because they have somebody plays defense on them. I think he's right, maybe 50 or 50%, maybe 50% of the time. I mean, I've seen Jason, you know, Jason Tatum, whenever the Sixers play the Celtics, just, you know, all, all, if, if somebody even just puts a hand in his face, you know, you see the reference foul, go to the, go to the free throw line. And, you know, I, it, it's, it's hard to say that it doesn't, it, you know, I can't disagree with Steve Kerr, but maybe it might be sometimes a frustration of, you know, when you lose the game, you're looking for something. But, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I, I, I mean, th- there is a thing, the superstars are going to get to love the free throw line. That, that, uh, that's all I see. I mean, yeah, George, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, pretty much. I mean, every time, yeah, because like every time when I see, you know, like an average player, I don't know, maybe like Patrick Beverly or something going to the, going to the rack and try to um, draw a contact, he don't even get mm-hmm. it. But you have guys like right. Steph Curry or like Damian Lillard, like, like we were talking about, like Damian Lillard, um, like LeBron, <laughs> all of them, like going to the rack, they, they, they always get it. Some way, somehow, oh, wow. even if you're not even, even if they're not even touched, even if they're well, not even touched, well, just go, I have, yeah. 
Oh, no, no, I'm sorry, Jordan. I'm so sorry. I'm so um, sorry. Oh, no, no, no. That, that, that was the end of my point. That was, yeah. Well, I have another question for you all, for, for the two of you, well, for everybody. So I saw that um, Grizzlies point guard, John Morant, and we mm-hmm. were talking talked about him most recently when I was talking about him coming back, but I saw that he was named player of the week and I know he just came back off of suspension. So I'm curious to know, what do you, what do you think about that? Oh, he, he's a great player. He I is. Mean, he that he is. He had get, and the first game back, he had a game winning shot. I mean, the guy's a great player. He just got to stay out of trouble. Mm-hmm. Maybe he grows up and all that. Yeah. He, he, he needs that to grow guy, up. I, I, yeah. He was that. Murray State, no, no relation to me. But he was in college, and so I think he's a great player. Maybe he grows up, and he, you know, he's, he's a heck of a player. I mean, you know, that's that's one thing I have to, I have to give that guy. I mean, I definitely have to give him credit because he's just, I mean, he is a great player, and if he just, you know, concentrate on playing, and get better at this sport. Leave the outside noise alone. You know, yeah, yeah, just, the, uh, uh, have to play ball. Be like Kobe Bryant. I mean, Kobe. I mean, Kobe just you know was a work. Kobe was a workaholic. Oh and man, uh, yep, he, he was, <laughs> and, and he would get his team. He would get his teammates to go to the gym with him. Like even at five in the morning, he'll just be knocking on their doors. Be like, all right, come on, get get dressed. We about, we about to go train. Really? Oh yeah, he was yeah. just like he was like that. Hmm. Hmm. He didn't. He, I didn't, I didn't he, he wasn't playing around. <laughs> he won championships, <laughs> and it showed. Though I mean, it mm-hmm. definitely showed. Cheryl shares that they're privileged. It takes the fun out of the game. It's cheating that sours it for people in her eyes. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. a good point. That's like that's, that's when, and he definitely is. He he definitely is. De- he, well, they all are. They all are. <laughs> I, I was about to say, when I, as I was saying the statement, I was thinking, and who isn't? So, yeah, they definitely all are. And uh, Eric, Eric shares, well, Mr. Murray, let's hope the Philly Union gives us some major pride when they perform <laughs> at the FIFA World Cup. Can't wait until you cover that. <laughs> well, I, I you know, the thing is, I got to do more. I got to do more soccer. I got to do more. I got to get into a lot of things. It's just, you know, like tonight, but sometimes, by the time sun, the sun rises this morning, I hope to be finished. I, I got one class I had to finish up grade wise. I got one class left, and then I get to enjoy my vacation. Cigar, you know, alcoholic beverage in moderation. Moderation, not just you know. Listen, this this is your world. You, if it, even if it's not you, <laughs> it's none of our business. You hear me? <laughs> I'm just saying. And then I'm going to rest. I'm going to enjoy. The rest of my holiday, and um, mm. you know, come on this show. I mean, dude, I'm just gonna have fun to, for the for the next month, for the rest of the whole month of last part of Jan- December and the whole month of January. I'm gonna have I'm gonna have some fun, you know, watching games, watching live playoffs, and you know, and um, maybe I'll even I'll, I'll even be able to play a, a few good chords on my. Computer. Oh, wait a minute now. Wait a minute. Wait, so so wait a minute. Will we be without you? How how long will this vacation last? I love first of all, first of all, I love that you're taking a vacation. I love that for you. No, I'm gonna be on the show. I'll be on the show. It's just it's just the fact that when I come on, you know, I won't be, be chill. 
<laughs> You'll be more chill. Well, wait, Eric shares. Um, yes, you do, Master Murray. You're the Yoda of Philadelphia sports. And Ms. Ronald shares, preach, Chris, preach. She also shares that she agrees with Cheryl. Back in the day, sports was loving game. Not all about the money. Just getting a trophy was exciting. Yep. Um, grateful. Different game. Money, money, money. I, I, oof. And she also shares, you deserve every minute, every second of your time spent on your self-preservation. It's the first law of nature. If you don't love you, Chris. Come on. If you don't love you. I, 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 I do love myself. <laughs> As you should. As you should. <laughs> See, if, you love me, if you love you, and I love everybody, you know, like, like I love everybody and I love everything. From the, you, you don't remember the floater. You don't remember the song float on. Yes, I do. What? Yes, I, I do. <laughs> Float, float on. That's a classic. Are you kidding me? That's such a classic song. You gotta know float on. You got you have to know that song. <laughs> and Malcolm shares, Chris, you deserve a break. You deserve a break. I know, Chris. Listen, I tell all of our family members when I introduce you all of the things that you're doing and, and any one of them in and of itself it, it takes a massive amount of time and energy. But here you are being a college professor, being our sports guru and oracle and, you know, being an on-air personality. Like, listen, that that's a lot, Chris. That's a lot. That's, that's a lot. I mean, and a journalist, like, come on now. And the list goes on. And those are the, the only the things that I share with our family members. You do so much. So good for you. Good for you that you are going to enjoy this holiday season as you should. Okay. As you should. Um, I just want to say thank you once again, as always, because I love our segment. I love when we, we, we dig down and I get to hear your opinion when you break it down for us about all things sports. And Jordan, thank you for joining the conversation because I so appreciate you for doing that. Miss Rosalind is sharing. Thank you. Family members, if you have people that are out and about healthy, especially in Germantown, Mount Airy area, please tell them to be careful. Please, please, please tell them to be careful. She, she says her prayers go out to all of these victims of these crimes. Um, and she's hoping that it does get better, as am I, as am I. But you know how it goes. Holiday season, especially. You've been listening to Word Radio On Demand. Listen live at 96.1 FM, 900 AM, and online at wordradio.com. <laughs>